Exodus chapter 14. We have been reading from the book of Exodus uh, chapter, uh, we started off from chapter 3 uh, and we are going to continue. And today our main scripture is going to come from the book of Exodus chapter 14 verse 13. Exodus chapter 14 verse 13, 1, 3. Amen. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see what? The salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. Hallelujah. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord. That he will come accomplish for you when? When? Today. Today. Hallelujah. Come on, say it with conviction. When is he going to accomplish it? Today. Hallelujah. He said, do not be afraid. Stand still. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid. Stand still. And see the salvation of the Lord that he will accomplish not tomorrow but today. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. He's going to accomplish something great in someone's life today. Hallelujah. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see them no more forever. Hallelujah. Not only shall you not see them but forever. Hallelujah. Until eternity, hallelujah, you will not see the Egyptians that you see today anymore, hallelujah. We have been dwelling on the book of Exodus. It is a book that tells us of how the children of Israel came from a place of bondage to a place of freedom, what God had called them to. Uh, God had promised Abraham, Isaac. And, uh, and Jacob, that he was going to take them to a promised land that is called the land of Canaan, a land that flows with milk and honey, hallelujah, a, a land of promise. And for 400 years, the children of Israel were in captivity uh, in, uh, in, in Egypt until God sent his messenger Moses and said to him, go and tell my people, go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. It's the same Moses that we hear speaking, hallelujah. And when he speaks, he says to the people, do not be afraid. My message for you today is do not be afraid. Stand still and you will see the salvation of the Lord that he will accomplish today. Hallelujah. Now, when God operates or when God functions in this realm, you always find that God does not function as a wind, right? Because it's so many times when we are praying to God, we're expecting all of a sudden that a wind is going to blow some, some finances into our bank accounts. But you see, the way that God operates even in this realm is that he is a God that uses people. Right. Hallelujah. The reason why you are sitting under the auspices of my voice today is because God is using me to speak to you. In the same manner, he will use you to speak to so many others. Hallelujah. So that's how God works and functions. When we talk of the anointing, we are talking about the presence of God that breaks the yoke. Hallelujah. 
But when that anointing, the anointing works or God uses man and he uses man to be a vessel that carries the anointing. Hallelujah. So the anointing always comes to us through the vessel of a man. When he sought to deliver mankind uh, from sin, the word of the Lord says he created or he made a body for Jesus, his son. So Jesus became flesh. Then the word of the Lord says, when he came from being baptized, the word of the Lord says, and the Lord spoke and says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased with. Hallelujah. Obey him. As he spoke, a dove descended and it sat upon the shoulder of Jesus, meaning that God was conferring anointing and authority upon Jesus. Hallelujah. So when God operates or when God seeks to bless you, he is going to use a man to bless you. He's going to use an anointed man to bless you. Hallelujah. That's why even God has led you to this house. It's not by accident. There is something that he has also placed on my life to be a blessing to you. Hallelujah. I'm not being proudful. But if you don't catch this and if you don't understand it, you will miss your anointing. Hallelujah. You will miss the grace that God has for your life. When Jesus came, he walked as a man. The word of the Lord says, uh, war to Israel because they did not know the day of their visitation. The day of their visitation came in what seemed like the ordinary. Church seems like the ordinary, but I've come to tell you today is your day of blessing. It is your appointed time to be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So God uses the vessel of a man. He uses a man to be the carrier of deliverance. He uses a man to be his mouthpiece. Why didn't God just, God just go to Pharaoh and say, Pharaoh, I've come, let my people go. He had to go and seek out a man that was going to stand and be uh, in proxy between God and, 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 and man. So he sent Moses and he said to Moses, go tell Pharaoh that this is the word that I am giving you. Hallelujah. That's why every year when we start the year, there is a theme I go on my knees and I begin to pray and I begin to seek the Lord concerning what, uh, what route or what direction we are supposed to take as a ministry. And this year the Lord says, in this year, the theme for Rise Fellowship is raised for such a time as this. Hallelujah. God did not come in person and speak that to you, but he used a man. A mere man. Hallelujah. Now, as he uses a man, we have to be also be cognizant of the anointing. You have to be able to identify the anointing. Hallelujah. He uses a man to carry a message. So he, uses, he used Moses and he said, Moses, go tell my people that I'm bringing them from captivity. As in the same way in his word today. Hallelujah. Now as I stand here, how do you know that a, a man of God has the anointing? The first thing, hallelujah, whatever the foundation of anything that the man of God says has got to be the word. Right. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching anything that's nebulous. Hallelujah. I'm not preaching something that's from nowhere. Hallelujah. The foundation of it is the Bible. Hallelujah. That's why every Sunday we open our Bibles. Hallelujah. Because with men we may err, but the word of the Lord remains. Hallelujah. The word of God says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will still remain. Hallelujah. So the measure, so the word of God says, test every spirit. Now, when you come to the house of the Lord, it is my permission, even as the pastor of this house, I give you the permission to test every word that emanates or that comes from this pulpit. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Amen. So they, if you see a man of God that says, uh, the Bible says, do not judge, or, the, or, or whatever I say is always divine. You should not question it. No. You question it, but according to what standard? According to the standard that we have been given, which is the word of God. Hallelujah. So as a pastor, I give this ministry the permission to question me. Hallelujah. In, according to the standard. If I err according to this word, you have the right to say, Pastor, you are going astray because the Bible says. Hallelujah. We are a Bible-believing church. Amen. Amen. Say we are a Bible-believing church. Say we are a Bible-believing church. Amen. We believe in the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we open scripture. Hallelujah. And that's why we have opened Exodus chapter 14 verse 13. And the word of the Lord says, and, and, and Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Be still. Hallelujah. I've come with a word for somebody today that's, that's, that's at a place or at a crossroad. And I've come to tell you, be still. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid, for you shall see the salvation of the Lord, he, which he will accomplish for you, not tomorrow, but today. Hallelujah. I don't know what has been speaking to you. I don't know what has been ministering to you. It might have been ministering something contrary. But I come according to the words that I'm speaking and according to the word of God today tell you this thing. Do not be afraid. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Be still and see the salvation of the Lord. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. Hallelujah. You shall hold your peace. Sometimes it's easy for me to tell you to hold your peace. When everything is okay, but when all hell is breaking loose, hallelujah, in your life, sometimes it's impossible uh, to, 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 to reconcile to that word peace. When everything ar around you is going out of control, spiraling out of control, and the word of the Lord says, peace be still. Hold your peace. Do not be afraid. One time the disciples of Jesus, uh, they, were, they were going over to the other side. Jesus had said to them, let's cross over to the other side. So as they were beginning this journey, Jesus went to the stern of the ship and there he fell asleep. Then winds, a boisterous wind came and began to rock the boat. I've come to talk to somebody whose boat has been rocked, whose boat is, in the pro is, is being rocked to tell you that the Lord is saying, do not be afraid, be still, hallelujah, be still. The word of the Lord says the disciples of Jesus... It was a journey that was supposed to take them just three hours to cross. But it was past midnight and they, it was now close to the morning. They had set off on this journey just before, before, before night. But it had gone past midnight and they were still in the water. And there was a wind that had come. I've come to talk to somebody whose destiny has been delayed to say to you, do not be afraid. Delay is not denial. I've come to tell you this morning, be still and you shall see the salvation of the Lord. Hallelujah. 
So they went to Jesus to wake him up. They said, Master, do you not care that we are perishing? Hallelujah. But I've come to tell you this morning, do not fret. Hallelujah. Do not be afraid. The word of the Lord says, be still. Hallelujah. Be still. Turn to your neighbor and say, be still. Turn to your other neighbor and tell them, be still. Ah, come on, somebody, say it with conviction. Hallelujah. I said when God wants to speak, he uses a person. Maybe you are the person today that's supposed to minister peace to your neighbor. Speak it like you believe it. Say it with a conviction. Tell to your, tell to your neighbor, this time with an attitude. Tell them, be still. Tell them to be still. Hallelujah. My, 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 my. Say it to your other neighbor. This time, say it with the passion. And say, be still, neighbor. Be still. Be still. Hallelujah. Be still. Be still. Hallelujah. So the word of the Lord says, they went to Jesus. They said, Master, do you not care that we are perishing? Do you not care that everything around us is, go is going out of control? The word of the Lord says, Jesus looked at them and said to them, Are you faithless generation? How long shall I bear with you? Hallelujah. But I've come to tell you this morning, your faith is going to another level. You are exercising your faith. The faith of the Son of God lives in you. The Bible says he stood up and he said to the wind, Peace and be still hallelujah and the wind calmed at that moment hallelujah and the, the seas were calm and they were still ay, 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 ay. when Moses is speaking to the children of Israel they have the enemy that's coming against them and before them they are facing a red sea there is nowhere to run there are times that god has get has got to catch your attention because as long as you got options Sometimes he cannot reach you. Hallelujah. Uh, sometimes they, they, they say those life servers or those people that rescue people when they are drowning. As long as you are still fighting, they don't jump in to, to rescue you. They wait for you. Because if they jump in whilst you are still fighting for your breath, whilst you are still trying to stay afloat, you will probably go down with them. But they wait for you. And they wait for you. And they are observing. They are waiting and they are waiting for you to be still before they jump in, before they come in to rescue you. I don't know about you. You have been trying other options, but the Lord is saying, I'm waiting for you to exhaust all options. When all options are exhausted, then you will know that I am the living God. Because I don't want there to be a question who God is or who your help is going to be. Because sometimes if he blesses you with money before you, you have learned to trust him you will begin to worship money instead of worshiping God you begin to worship the blessing because you don't know the source I've come to tell you today the Lord wants to bless you but he waits he waits yeah, 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 yeah. 
you have been praying for that husband. But the Lord is saying, as long as you are still trying to orchestrate your way, and you have been waiting for that sister, brother, but as long as you think it's going to come out of your own cleverness, out of your own uh, ways, I want to tell you that the Lord is waiting for you until you get to a point where you say, Lord, bring me a husband. I am still, I am still, bring me, oh Lord, that wife. Lord, I am waiting on you. Lord, I've tried all, and I've tried all. I've gone everywhere. I've gone to the depth. I've gone to the top of the mountain. But Lord, I'm tired. I'm tired. Here I am. Sometimes God needs you to get to a place where you are tired before he can help you out. Because the moment he gives you that wife, you begin to worship your wife instead of worshiping God because you don't know the source of the blessing. You begin to worship that husband. When they say, oh, it's time to go to the house of the Lord, you're like, oh, and it's time, it's a Sunday. It's probably a day for us to sleep in. Ah, you begin to worship your wife. You begin to worship your husband because you have not known the source. Hallelujah. 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 As much as I want this ministry to grow, hallelujah, there are times I say to the Lord, help me to wait on you. Because if I attribute it to schemes, to tricks, to trickery, to bring people to the house of the Lord, I would think it's about uh, the social events that we have. And we forget the main thing, that it's not about uh, the barbecues. It's not about the social events. It's about the power of God. Ah, serving people lives. It's about the glory of God manifesting, healing the sick, delivering the oppressed. It's not about men. It's about God. And at his time, he will bring increase. When I learn to wait upon the Lord, when I learn to be still in the midst of the storm, when I learn to be calm, when everything around me is boisterous, is going out of control, and I say, Lord, I I trust in you. I trust in you. I trust in you. I look beside behind me. I see the Egyptians. Ah, they are pursuing me. And when I look ahead, I see a Red Sea. And I'm like, God, I know my help is coming. Hallelujah. 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 And Moses said to the Lord, why, and the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. The word of the Lord says, the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying to me? Haven't you been raised for such a time as this? Haven't you been brought into the kingdom of God for such a time as this? Tell the people to go forward. I've come to tell Rise Fellowship this morning. The Lord is saying, go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. And forward we are going. Hallelujah. Nothing will stop us. The word of the Lord says to Moses, tell the people. I've come to talk to the people. I've come to preach to the people. 
God has a word for the people. And what is the word for the people? Go forward. Hallelujah. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. You are going forward. You are going forward. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How is the Lord telling Moses to tell the people to go forward? Where does he expect Moses to go? There is a sea in front of them. Can God see? Doesn't he have eyes? Can he see this situation? Why is he telling? Where does he want Moses to go when there's a Red Sea in front of them? Where does he want you to go where there are obstacles? Where does he want you to go? Doesn't he know that the amount in your account? Doesn't he know? Doesn't he know? Doesn't he know? Doesn't he know that you have an accent? Doesn't he know the color of your skin? Doesn't he know? That you are just a young lady. Doesn't he know? <laughs> my, 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 my. My, my, my. Doesn't he know you? Doesn't he know what's in front of you? Doesn't he know that nobody in your family has ever done this before? No one in your house has ever accomplished great things. Doesn't he know it? So why is he telling Moses to tell the people of God to go forward? Where can they go when there are all these obstacles? Didn't he know that Sarah was dead in her womb? That she was old, 90 years old, and he still promises that she's going to be a mother of nations? Didn't God know that Abraham was dead in his body? That he could not produce any more and he still says to Abraham you are the father of nations doesn't he know that he calls you blessed doesn't he know where you are coming from doesn't he know your history but he still says go forward go forward he knows your pastor he knows what's ahead of you he knows what you are running from the children of Israel had been in slavery for 400 years and behind them the Egyptians were coming. There are things you are trying to run from and they are coming hard after you. They are on your heels trying to catch up with you. You are trying to run out, run away. Uh, you are trying to run away from that divorce, but it's coming. It's coming after you because there are things in your past that are trying to pursue you, to stop you. When you want to do good, your conscience reminds you that you are only a race you are a prostitute how can you be an heir in the lineage of Jesus how can you be a grand grandmother to Jesus doesn't your, your pedigree talk about what your limitations are the Egyptians had had the children of Israel in captivity for 400 years hallelujah they all they knew from the time that they were that they were that they, that they were birthed was captivity. They knew nothing but they knew to be subservient to Egyptians. From the time you were conceived in your mother's womb, 
there were things that this earth told you were impossible. <laughs> from the time you were born, you were told uh, you have to come from a rich family to own a business. Ay, 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 ay. You were told uh, you have to have a lot of people cheering you on to make it. Uh, but you always found you, you find yourself stuck and you are all by yourself. Uh, nobody's cheering you on. And you are trying to go forward. And behind you, there are things that are pursuing you. And the Lord is saying, go forward anyway. Go forward anyway. Go forward anyway. Go forward anyway. Tell the people to go forward. I've come to tell you, go forward. I've come to tell somebody, go forward. I've come to talk to somebody, go forward. You have been raised for such a time as this. You have come into the kingdom of God for such a season as this. I've come to tell you, go forward. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go forward. Go forward. Your health has been telling you, uh, you want to do this, but you feel pain in your body. Uh, you want to do this, but you are sick in your body. Uh, and you see, look at life and you say, oh God, I only got so many years to live. And the things that you want me to do are going to take years and years to accomplish. How am I going to do it with an ailing body? But I've come to tell you, do not be afraid. Be still and you shall see the salvation of the Lord which he will accomplish today which he will accomplish today hallelujah the word of the Lord says immediately a pillar of fire hallelujah came and it separated Mo Moses and the children of Israel from the Egyptians hallelujah my God but listen to this listen to this hallelujah verse 17 and I, indeed, will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, that they shall follow them. So I will gain honor. honor. This is the Lord. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, so that when they go out of Egypt, any nation that is going to see them coming, <laughs> they are going to run away. Because there is something that's going to speak to them. They are going to hear of my reputation. That I am the God that shows up for my people. They are going to know not to mess with the children of Israel. So I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. There are things that are coming after you. And they've been hardened. Uh, because God is saying, I just don't want to deliver you. But when I deliver you, I want the world to know that I am the living God. I am the living God. I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he will pursue. He will pursue. Thank you God for the things that have pursued me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you God for the things that have tried to kill me. Thank you God for the people that neglected me during the way. Thank you for the people that looked down on me on my way here. Thank you for the people that despised me because Lord, they became a fire in me, oh God, to bring me to this place. There is a fish that's called a codfish. So in the U.S., they wanted to distribute this fish across 
are the whole uh, nation. So when they started doing it, they would find out, Brother Tim, that whenever they would send this fish in containers, they would be alive. But when people would eat the fish, the taste was different. It didn't taste good anymore. The fish wasn't tasting as it's supposed to taste. So what did they do? They said there is an enemy of this fish, which is called a catfish. So what we would do, since we want to transport the caught fish, we would take a catfish and we would put it in the same tank with the caught fish. So they began to then realize that by the time the, fish, the caught fish was getting to where it was going, something had changed, hallelujah. The, the fish had its test. It had its test itself because of the enemy that was around it, hallelujah. It was always alert because the, the fish was relaxing prior. And then it was relaxing and relaxing until it has lost its saltiness. Then the word of the Lord says, you are the salt of the earth. Hallelujah. You are the salt of the earth. If the salt loses its saltiness, uh, of what use shall it be? Hallelujah. There are some enemies the Lord will bring in your life and allow them because there is something greater that is working in your life. He wants you dependent on him. He wants you to know that he is the Lord and that enemy will cause you to go on your knees because if everything was okay with you you will just be complacent but the Lord says the relationship I have with you is more important than to see you blessed without a relationship because I'm more concerned about your eternal salvation your eternal destination than your temporary comfort That's why David says, Lord, when you bless me, <laughs> Lord, do not let me to be poor to where I will curse you. But also, Lord, don't give me too much that I will forget your goodness, that I will forget your kindness. Lord, bring what is necessary to carry me through for your testimony that out of my life you will be glorified. Hallelujah. So Pharaoh's heart was hardened. And the Lord says to Moses, and the, verse 19, and the angel of the Lord went before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went before them and stood behind them. Sister D said there were angels in the space, right? You have to have eyes that see that you are not alone. The word of the Lord says, and he prayed, and he said, Lord, open his eyes that he may see that they that are for us are greater than they that are against us. So he opened his eyes, and he looked, and he saw that the mountain was full of the armies of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God, we have eyes that see angels, that see the, the divine hand of God all around you, all around your family, all around your children. You begin to see they are not alone in school. Hallelujah. Even in this nation when they are bringing guns to school, but you go on your knees and you say, Lord, when I send my child to school, Lord, may angels go with them. Lord, on my own understanding, I cannot protect them. I cannot sh shield them from the harms of this world, 
But Lord, one thing I know is to be still. Is to be still. Is not to be afraid. Is to trust that I will see the salvation of the Lord. The word of the Lord says, and Moses lifted up his rod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the, red, the, the Red Sea parted. It became a, a wall on this side and a wall on the other. They began to walk on dry ground as they crossed over. The word of the Lord says, as they were doing this, if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 2, it says, as they went past the Red Sea, they were being baptized unto Moses. This was a symbolism of baptism that when you are a child of God baptized in the Lord dead to yourself alive in Christ he is the God that will make a way for you what was pursuing you from behind you is going to be destroyed are uh, the remnants of it you shall see it no more they went and they started to walk on dry ground the Egyptians came in pursuit when they went to the other side the word of the Lord says and Moses uh, lifted up his rod again and the water closed down upon the Egyptians the Egyptians you see today you shall see them no more what has been troubling you you won't see it anymore hallelujah someone wanted to make sense of what happened and said oh it was a dry season when the children of Israel crossed over uh, the, 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 the Red Sea. So that's why they were not drowned. That's why they didn't drown. Hallelujah. Then an old lady who was sitting in the congregation stood up and said, Glory to God. Glory to God. Because on dry land, the Lord drowned the Egyptian armies. I want to tell you, there is a really refutable uh, miracle that God is working on your behalf. Uh, they won't be able to refute it. The more they try to explain it, to make sense of it, the more the glory is given unto the Lord. Because it will be something that no man is able to work out something that no man is able to do I've come to tell you do not be afraid be still and you shall see the salvation of the Lord let's stand up to our feet hallelujah my 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 I don't know what has been pursuing you but today you will not see it anymore I don't know what's been behind you trying to obliterate you trying to kill you but you will not succeed because there is a cloud of the presence of God on your life there is a pillar of fire that's gone behind you to separate you from the enemies there is a hedge of fire there is a hedge of fire around you there is a hedge of fire around you I just want us to begin to pray I will need you to pray. I need you to say something to the Lord. I need you to pray an expected outcome for your life. And say, Lord, I thank you. I'm coming out. I'm coming out with a mighty hand. Like the children of Israel left Egypt. A mighty hand is working deliverance for me. It's working salvation for me. Every curse is broken. I break every limitation. I break every inhibition in your life that's been stopping you from becoming what God wants you to be. Come on, somebody begin.
begin to pray. Lift up your voice to the Lord. Almighty God, the word of the Lord says, and the Lord said to Moses, say, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to dream. Do not be afraid to believe. Do not be afraid to step out in faith, to walk out in faith. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Come and lift up your hands and say, Lord, I will not be afraid. Hey, he's doing something. He's doing something. He's doing something in your life. He's working out salvation. He says, be still and know that I am God. Trust in him. Hope in him. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Come on, begin to praise him. Begin to praise him. There's a fire that's touching somebody's life right now. Fire, 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 fire over someone's life. Fire over your house. Fire over your family. Fire over your children. Fire.
healing rain. Thank you, Lord, for you are doing something amazing. You are doing something magnificent. Thank you for your blessing over this house. Thank you for your blessing over each and every person in this house today. Lord, we are not afraid anymore. Lord, we are not afraid anymore. We will go forward. A way has been made for us. A way of, a way of escape. A way forward has been made for us. And it's irrefutable that it's only you that can work with mighty wonders. That can work miracles. Thank you for a miraculous way. You are saving your people, Lord, through the miraculous works of your hands. In the name of Jesus and the church of God, say it, amen. amen. Hallelujah.